Native New Life Fellowship of Anchorage presents Native New Life Radio. This weekly meeting features Alaska Natives sharing the love of Jesus Christ. Join us now for Native New Life Radio. A new life I now know And my heart all aglow Trust in Jesus And you'll see Just how happy Father God, we come to you. Lord, we come to the cross where you paid it all for each one of us, Lord. We thank you for your shed blood that you have given so freely to each one of us, Lord. Thank you again for being with us. Thank you for the meeting we're going to have. And again, we give you all the praise, glory. It's about you and you alone. Again, we thank you. In Jesus' name we said, and all God's children say, Amen and amen. Hallelujah. What a blessing, huh? How about Love It Lifted Me, page 83? I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Despairing cry, 
3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Love is powerful, isn't it? Love is powerful because God is love. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's send the light, 105. Send the light out to this dying world here. 105. Send the light. There's a call come ringing o'er the restless wave. Send the light. Send the light. There are souls to rescue. There are souls to save. Send the light. Send the light. Send the light. The blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light. The blessed gospel light. Let it shine. But 
true but you know what he's always there he's always there in good times and bad times and it seems me seems like I lean on him more in bad times than good times but you know he says I'll never leave you nor will I forsake you nor will I ever give you any more than you can handle God is really great shall we gather at the river where
one. We shall gather at that river soon and very soon. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join heirs with Jesus as we travel.
day that'll be. Thank you so much. And right now we have uh, somebody that could probably give a testimony and uh, I'd like to call on Don to come up and give a testimony. It's been a while since I've been here and uh, up front anyway. But uh, we've been pretty busy this summer at Peter Bay. We spent three months there. It was good for my recovery. Normally, uh, the uh, stroke affects you in different ways. Me, it, it caused me to have weakness on my right side, but it also made me very emotional. So when I get up in front and I talk about things that are important to me, I get really emotional. But this time I think I can make it through. I'm not. I'm not real sure. Um, one of the things that I've been thinking about is, is this that through my, uh, through my working with this uh, stroke and finding out that people that have gone through this stroke have actually died from it, and so to me, it's like the Lord has spared me for some reason. My my. My voice is still not where it's supposed to be, but uh, it says it's getting better today. I had an operation on my throat to close up the vocal cords and so I can talk again. And, and it's a little raspy, but I can still talk. Whether I can sing or not, it's a totally different thing. But uh, there's something that the uh, Lord has taught me through this thing. We know... A certain verse, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. A lot of us are Christian, right? We come to know the Lord and we we know him. And that not of yourself, it is a gift of God. It's a truly gift from God, this thing. Not a result of works, in case we boast from it. Then the next part is really important to me. And I've seen it happen so many times. People have come to know the Lord. They say they come to know the Lord, but nothing shows. And the verse 10 says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. For good works. We don't just become saved to become saved. He didn't come in to take our sins away. He didn't just do that. He created us to do good works. And the good works is for Jesus Christ. For for good works which God prepared. God prepared ahead of time beforehand so that you would 
walk in them. And, and it, to me, I've, I've, I've got so many, running to so many people who have come to know the Lord, but they haven't walked with the Lord. They haven't done things that they're supposed to show that they're walking with the Lord. You have to be able to share your testimony with anybody that comes along. That's up to us, right? It's up to us to bring our friends and our family to the Lord. And we've got to make that very clear. Native New Life is is all about being saved, but it's all about making sure that we walk close to the Lord and bring people to him. So that's my testimony. I made it through. Big improvement. Now we'll have Nellie, and then after Nellie, we'll have Sasha, and then we'll have uh, Willie. Nellie, Sasha, Will. Hallelujah. Glory. God is good. Praise the Lord. Two weeks ago, I had. Uh, I'm Nellie. I'm from Good News Bay, and um, I grew up also in Dillingham, Bristol Bay. My late parents, Andy and Bertha Olson, went to be with the Lord, and so did um, my other sisters and brothers. But praise God, I, I still have a family of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is good. We're going to see our loved ones up in heaven someday, and it's a promise from the Lord. Once you receive the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart and receive him, It doesn't stop there. You have to read the Bible, renew your mind. Keep reading the Bible and renewing your mind. Praise God. God is good. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, I was saying um, two weeks ago, sorry, two weeks ago I had a knee surgery, um, a, um, a total knee replacement. And last week I came and shared and um, I had a walker. And now I, I have a cane. God is good. He's healing faster than what I, I thought. And also the prayers of the saints. The Lord hears the prayers. He honors those. He loves his children. He wants everyone to come to him. God is good. All right, I'm going to sing one stanza of Standing on the Promises. Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let his praises ring. Glory in the highest I will shout and sing, standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God my Savior, standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God. Hallelujah. Keep looking to Jesus. He's the author and finisher of our lives. 
Jesus Christ is the only way. Come to him. Rihanna. Dear Lord, thank you for loving me. Thank you for everything you've given me. Most of all, thank you for what you did for me on the cross. Please be with me as I say a few words for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I've been through a lot. <laughs> it's good to see you all. It's nice to see. It's. I love this. It's very intimate. It's smaller. I can see all your faces. Um, Saturday was Marge's birthday. She passed away in December. And then yesterday was her and um, Carl's anniversary. And I thought a lot about how they brought me back from where I was going. I was, um, I relied on a, an individual instead of God for my happiness. And it was a mistake. Marge saw it. So did Carl. I didn't see it. There's a lot of things we don't see about ourselves that other people can see. And um, I just wanted to say that I, I love them and I miss them. And I'm grateful that they brought me back into God's family. I wandered so aimless, life full of sin. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in. Then Jesus came like a stranger in the night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light, I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow in sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Like the blind man, I wandered along. Worries and fears I claimed for my own. Then like the blind man that God gave back his sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I love you guys. Oh, praise the Lord, huh? Well, I just got back from uh, Fairbanks area. And the elders there and the church was praying for young men and women to rising up. And when we went to the tribal hall, 
there was three of us young men speaking up for the for Jesus, the Word of God, and it was an awesome time. But before that, we went to uh, KJNP. We went to the uh, Mountain Movers. Like I said, we went to the Tribal Hall, and then after that, we went over to uh, Wings of Healing. And every single place I'd noticed this, that everybody came in unity. And that's what the Word of God says when you just separate yourself from among them. I didn't get what he meant from among them. But I realized it was that spiritual battle, all that negative thoughts. So this song I'm going to sing is, Jesus is living in me. In my eyes and now I 
can see is the song stand up singing my heart his joy is ringing as Jesus is living in me one time to go is my feet when I'm walking my tongue when I'm talking in my eyes and now I can see is the songs that I'm singing my heart his joy is ringing as Jesus is living in me yes Jesus is living in me yes Jesus is living in me Praise God. Praise God. I just want to thank God for being here tonight, for being there, for never leaving us nor forsaking us. When you ask him, I know when I ask him, he protects me and my children and my grandchildren. I just praise him and I thank him. Praise God. I also want to praise God and thank him for the opportunity to be here today. And I was at my appointments all day. Um, I decided to drive down from Glen Island. That's where we live now. But um, by faith, I came down. And I had no appointment times, but I know that I, I just came down. And I gave it all to the Lord. And the Lord worked it every every single appointment time he he made for me. What time do you want this time? Do you want that time? Do you? It's like, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, sure. And then one of the other ladies standing by, she said, "I'm really watching the Lord moving you. He's taking care of you." And I said, "Really?" <laughs> and I, was, I looked away, and I, I just humbly just cried a little because the Lord hears our, you know, our deepest desires. Amen. Look to him and continue to look to him each day. Give our first day to the Lord and end our day. Well, I end my day with forgiving one another and asking for forgiveness. So I want to praise God and I thank him that he given him the opportunity to sing. <laughs> he touched me. Shackled by a heavy burden need a lot of guilt and shame then the hand of Jesus touched me and my soul 
something happened, and now I know he touched me and made me whole. This blessed Savior, says he cleansed and made me whole. I will never cease to praise. Eternity rolls. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something happened, and now I know he touched me and made me whole. He touched me. my soul something happened and now I know he touched me
Once again I faced Satan this morning And I battled him all the day long But in my weakness God sent reinforcements And at sundown I sang victory song And the sun's coming up In the morning Every tear will be gone from my eyes This old clay's gonna give way to glory And like an eagle I'll soar to the sky In a world filled with doubts and confusion It's so hard when you don't understand But I'll stand on a solid foundation To an old unchanging hand And the sun's coming up in the morning Every tears will be gone From my eyes This old clay's gonna give way to glory And like an eagle I'll soar to the sky And like an eagle I'll soar to the sky We're continuing to read the word and uh, we're reading right now in Esther and this morning as we were reading I was thinking about Esther and and how um, it says in in the second um, chapter in the uh, 20th verse that it said that um, Esther um, did the commandment of Mordecai like as she was brought up with him and she did not tell um, anybody who she was or who her people were she kept quiet and she was obedient to Mordecai like she had always been and in the very end of it what happened was she was able to save her people because in the seventh verse it says that she was talking to the king and she said if I have found favor with you she was obedient she was used to doing what she was told to do and you know um, and she said, O king, if it, if it please the king, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. And they were in a really bad situation. And um, all the Jewish people were going to be killed. And she obeyed 
she she obeyed God. And it just struck me that I want to have that spirit of obedience. It's not just doing, but it's having an attitude of doing what what is best, not only for me, but for the kingdom and for God's people. And I really like that spirit and that thought. So that's what I was thinking about today. Anyway, I'm Ross Ostros, and I'm originally from Dillingham. And uh, I got a prayer request. And, you know, everybody out there, husbands and wives, girlfriends and boyfriends, every morning everybody should have Bible study. That's my prayer request. Jana and I, every morning, we have Bible study. We don't talk about business until we get into the Word. Because God has to come first. Not our children, not anybody else, but God has to come first. So you guys out there, uh, are you listening on the radio or are you seeing us on, on, on TV? Have Bible study in the morning. Get into the Word. You know, if you do that and your children hear about the Word while they're young, chances are they're not going to drink or drug. And that's my prayer request. And with that, we are going to sing, Love Lifted Me, in the key of G. Is it working? I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deep and stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters lifted me, now safe am I. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. All my heart to Him I give. Ever to him I cling, in his blessed presence live, ever his praises sing. Love so mighty and so true, merits my soul best song. Faithful love and service to, to him belongs. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Souls and dangers look above, Jesus completely saves. He will lift you up, His love 
out of the angry waves. He's the master of the sea, bellows he's good obey. He your Savior wants to be, be saved today. Love lifted me, love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. This is my wife, Jana. I will serve thee because I love thee. You have given life to me. I was nothing before you found Praise the Lord. It's good to be here tonight. I've been blessed. Uh, we only come here for one reason. That is to uplift the name of Jesus, praise Him, and, and worship Him. And it's good to see all of you. Especially good to see Don and Edna. I hadn't saw them since a long time. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, looking good, and I, and I appreciate the testimony, and God's not done. He does everything completely. He doesn't do anything halfway, and I thank for his healing. Amen. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit tonight about fear. None of you guys out like you had any fear coming up here and sharing before everyone else. I had a little fear coming up here because I'm not a preacher or a teacher. But I would like to uh, tell you I love Jesus, and I'd like to share the word with you a little bit. Uh, in Isaiah 41, verse 10 through 13, it says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you and help you, and I will uphold you by my righteous right hand. Praise God. If you're being uplifted by God's righteous right hand, you've got a good foundation. In Isaiah 43, verse 1, it says, I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. God is well able and willing and always there for us. As we go through life, sometimes we're surrounded by many uncertainties in life that causes us to have pain or fear. And sometimes they can overwhelm us and cause us to worry if we don't have our trust in the Lord. If you just turn on the news, you can get pretty anxious around hidden, hearing the local news and all the things that are happening here, the robberies, the murders, the rapes, etc., etc., etc. The world news is full of wars and rumors of war, famines, floods, tornadoes, what have you, catastrophe after catastrophe is going on. In spite of all of this, people are called to live without fear, God's people, because we put our trust in him and trust that he will always be there and see us. He might, take a, might not take us away from the battles, but he will see us through the battles. And we got to remember, how can we, we remain calm during all those things that are going on. One way is to remember that the Lord has promised to strengthen us, to help us, and to uphold us, and he always keeps his word. Fear sometimes is uneasy, makes you feel uneasy and um, gets you distracted, but it warns us when something is going to happen. It could be caused by a threat or a feeling of being out of control or if there's a disease that you've just been told that you have and you didn't know before or an accident and you don't know what the future looks like or economic, you lose your job or many things can cause us to have fear and take our eyes off of Jesus. Satan uses that time to really pound on us and say, your God is not sufficient. But we know the word tells us he is, and we have to stand upon the word. Greed is fear of not having enough. Rejection is when we're concerned about not being accepted by our friends and our neighbors or whatever. Sometimes guilt causes us to have fear when we might have done something wrong. Maybe somebody might find out about it and think ill of us. Discouragement is a fear of failure caused by we have lack of confidence. 
Anger is caused by a fear that we may not have our way. We can get upset when we don't get our way sometimes. Jealousy is the fear of losing control of things that we desire. Indecision is caused when we worry about making a wrong choice. And maybe our life goes a different way because we decided wrong. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, so we know he isn't the source of our fears. But where did it come from? Sometimes we imagine things, and our nervous system cannot distinguish between a real or an imagined fear. Fear is a consequence sometimes of disobeying the Lord. It is good because it reminds us that we will have an account for our lives to him one day, because he's going to come and we're going to stand before him. And that day is getting one day closer every day. Sometimes it's just because of ignorance we have fear, because we get misinformed about something, or we don't hear the whole truth and just fragments of it, so we don't know. And that causes us to have fear. But the Lord is our source of security. When we doubt his love and we have unbelief in our life, it causes us to have fear, and that replaces the trust and peace that the Lord promises and gives us when we trust him. Sometimes we have a poor self-image. All people need to feel accepted and valued by others, but... The fear of rejection sometimes overwhelms us, and we don't want to stand up. And sometimes we just aim too high, and when it looks like we don't not go ahead or go, we get fearful about it. And sometimes, if we have the wrong view of the Lord, and we think of him as our judge and not our savior. It causes us to have fear because we don't put God in his right place and we think of him as something other than our savior. You can't concentrate if your fears are constantly distracting you. If fear clouds your mind, it keeps you from behaving as you should. And it can paralyze you when you need to make choices. God has given every person skills and talents. But fear causes you to doubt that you can't accomplish those talents or or accomplish his work. If you lose the ability to manage your fears, they control you. And Satan smiles. You'll never be able to become the person that God wants you to be with fear in our life because he wants complete trust and complete obedience. And it can cause physical ailments at the same time. It can cause hypertension, digestive problems, headaches, and many other things. 
all because we don't put our trust in, in Jesus. But before we can even begin to deal with the fear, we need to know who our Savior is. We must admit it's a problem in our life and confess it, give our life to Jesus, and let Him have control in our life. Because when, they, when your attention, to, attention is fixed on your fears, they get bigger, consume more of your life, shape your decisions, and the only way to reverse this process is to shift your focus to the Word of God. We get in the Word, and the Word tells us. We've got to rely on Isaiah 41.10 when it tells us to cast our fears on Him, and He's going to uphold us by His righteous right hand. Oh, we'd like to go back to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. That's quite a covenant between God and us. If we rely on Him, then He will make our path straight. Isaiah 12, 2 says, I will trust and not be afraid. It was once said, there are two classes on the train to heaven for the Christian. There's first class and there's second class. Second class says, when I'm afraid, I'm going to trust in God. But first class says, I'm going to trust in God and not be afraid. What class are we in today? Many Christians are saved but they haven't committed their daily lives to Jesus. They haven't made Him Lord of their lives. And as a result, they have fear in their life because they, the Holy Spirit ministers to them that something isn't quite right. And fear comes in, and they're afraid of tomorrow and wondering what's going to happen next. Trust is a great Bible word. It is not just believing. James 2.19 says that even the devil believes and trembles. Many believe in their head, but they don't trust with their hearts. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. We are to use all the understanding and wisdom and guidance from all the sources that we have, but when, at the end we need to rely on Jesus and give it, give it to Him. Because traveling the road of life, it can get pretty scary at times. But if we trust God and lean on Him, we can make it. In all thy ways, acknowledge Him. In all thy ways, in every way, fix upon Him and acknowledge God. If we do this, then He will direct our path. He will show us the way. And He will lead you day by day, step by step, every day. That's the reason they call this the daily bread. It's not the weekly bread. We need it every day to maintain our strength and health. Because there's, I think there's two days in every week that you don't have to worry about. 
You don't have to worry about yesterday because you can't do nothing about it. You don't have to worry about tomorrow because God's going to take care of tomorrow. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We worry about today and do what's right in God's sight today. And if we trust in the Lord with all our hearts and acknowledge Him, He will direct our path. Because Psalms 118.24 said, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad today. Because God can be found now at this moment in this place or anywhere you may be because he doesn't leave us. And as a child of God, remember God's Spirit lives in you. Allow him to direct your steps and the life you live will glorify your Heavenly Father. When we get to the end of life, he has a few promises for us and one of those is found in John 14, 2. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, I has not seen or ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. We can imagine. A lot of times we think of heaven, we think of the pearly gates and the streets of gold and the river of life and uh, the mansions. But God says we can't imagine what he has in store for us. It ain't in our vocabulary. It makes me think of the time when I was just a little guy. There was eight of us, probably under 10 years old, 11 maybe. And we didn't have electricity yet. And uh, my dad came home and tried to tell us what a TV was. We never had anything but a battery radio. And he said it was a box that you could see things in, like horses and people and cars. And we couldn't imagine that. not in our vocabulary, because we've never seen a movie. We've never seen any images transposed on the wall. Uh, it's beyond our imagination. And I think that's what heaven is. It's beyond and more greater than we can ever imagine. God is good. <clears throat> But if we're going to make it there, we've got to live a righteous life also. We've got to live by the Word of God, every word. There's nothing deducted or added to the Word. We've got to be careful of our conversations. Somebody's always watching, listening. Uh, I'm reminded of when we first got a telephone after we got uh, electricity. It was a box on the wall. But the, I don't know why you call it, but the little horn sticking out that you're talking to. <clears throat> and you pick up the thing and stick to your ear, and you ring it real fast. And uh, Mabel, the operator, would come out and say, can I help you? And you say, yeah, I'll give me Don. And they'd ring Don up. He might be too long, he's in a short, or whatever it was. 
and those are party lines. So when you're talking, you hear somebody pick up and listen, and they get a little bit of your conversation. And it might be true, but they didn't hear the before and after. And then word would get out, and things would be said. But when I think God listens to every conversation, but the devil does too. He hears, he can hear what you say and only react to that. But God knows your heart. He knows your motivation. He knows your intention. And um, so we just got to live a righteous life always. And always be careful to do, to act like what we preach. If we say this, we need to live our life according to the God's word. I remember people saying, oh, so-and-so is a Christian and he does this. Or he does that. I don't even do that. So why should I be a Christian? We need to live what we talk all the time. Shall we pray? Father God, thank you for your amazing love that was poured out for us at the cross and poured into us by your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the future you prepared for us through the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus. Please guard our hearts from a critical spirit and help us not to give up when trials come. Renew our minds with truth of your word. We thank you, Lord. No matter what struggles or temptation or trials come our way, please help us to keep trusting and never doubting your love for us. Help us to remember the good news that you have made us your own and have forgiven our sins, to share them with friends and family and co-workers and strangers, or whoever else we might come in contact with. Help us to see others as you see them and love them unconditionally. Please continue to equip us and use us for your glory. Help us to stay humble and protect us from the spirit of pride whenever we serve our families, our church, our co-workers, our strangers, or whoever they may be. Please nourish our hearts daily this week with the word and give us courage to proclaim the gospel to everyone we meet. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Native New Life Radio presented by Native New Life Fellowship in Anchorage. You can contact Native New Life by writing to Anchorage Native New Life, P.O. Box 231148. Anchorage, Alaska, 99523. Or visit the Native New Life website at www.nativenewlife.org. Native New Life Fellowship meets Monday evenings at 7 p.m. in the Changepoint Auditorium in Anchorage at Raspberry in Minnesota. Join us again next time for Native New Life Radio.